Welcome to Keeping Balance, the podcast that brings the lived experiences of our health and fitness journeys to the forefront as we dive deep into the many nuances of what wellness and balance is. I'm your host, Courtney Babilia, a fitness nurse, business owner, and mom of two. And if you want to feel heard and gain wisdom on your path to aligning physical fitness with mental health and joy as a woman, then you're in the right place. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Keeping Balance podcast. Welcome back, I should say. It's been a hot minute. We're, we're going to talk about it. There have been so many things going on in the land of Keeping Balance. And one of the big messages that I got from my spiritual team um, this last menstrual phase was slow down for a sec. Slow down for a sec. You can rest. Everything is still going to be there. <laughs> Nothing is going to disappear just because you are taking care of yourself. So I'm really excited to be back behind the mic. I'm not going anywhere. This podcast is so fun and something that's definitely sticking around for the long haul. So anyway, shall we get into some life updates? Oh my gosh. So here's what's going on. (laughs) Our house is up on the market. And if you didn't catch it in a previous episode, my husband decided to get out of the army and his career has been, it's been a whirlwind, but he has been consistent in one thing, which is service, service to the community, service to the country. So he's been a Marine. He's uh, been in law enforcement. Now he's been in the army and he's ready for his next chapter. And this decision we, we made because from the get go, I was like, listen, if my business is getting to a point where we can, I can support the family. Why are you going to be working in a job where you can literally be told at a moment's notice that you have to leave for a year? Mm, no, not it. Um, and there's just so many things about the military that just drive us absolutely up the wall and it's time. So he's leaving the military. We are starting a new chapter and we're, he's going to get a job for now. We're not totally to the place where we're like, going to support us 100% just because that's a ton of pressure as an entrepreneur, right? Things are so unpredictable as an entrepreneur, and it can be really stressful. So we just want um, dual income for now. And we're going to be going out west, most likely. And that's the thing. I haven't made this big grand announcement of like, we're moving to so-and-so because we're not 100% yet on exactly where we're going. We're still waiting for a lot of things to fall into place. So, you know, Hopefully it all works out. And that's the thing. My my stress level has been like out of control because of the unknown. I am somebody who really likes to know exact. And as much as I like to pretend that I can go with the flow and work on the fly and just, you know, fly off the seat of my pants, I'm, I'm not so much like that when it comes to major life events. And with military moves, I've done that so much, especially having been pregnant the last time we had a major move or having been five months or five weeks postpartum when we moved here to Tennessee. I just, I'm done with that. I would really like to have some, some peace and some stability and some control over these major life changes. If you don't mind, thank you universe. So I've just been dealing with a lot of that on the back end. And it's like every free moment we have, we're looking for houses. We're trying to get more information about if my husband's going to get a formal job offer. So anywho, that's been going on, but the other side of that is really exciting stuff in Keeping Balance Land because the Keeping Balance Method app launched. I have my own freaking app. I open my own phone and it's on my homepage. I use it myself to work out. I open it up and it's just so cool. And it's so freaking handy 
having this tool. And it reminds me that I really actually made this because it's what I needed in my life. And so hopefully it is doing that all for you. And it's been a little bit less than a month now and we have about a thousand users on the KBM app, which is absolutely phenomenal. So man, I just want to thank this community so freaking much for making my dreams come true and allowing me into your world to help you be strong, but also balanced AF. Okay. Cause that's how we do it around here. All right. So the other cool thing that's happening is that I'm turning 30. I'm turning 30 in two days, three days on Monday. It's Saturday now. Yeah. So prior to like literally right now, I was having such a hard time over turning 30. What is it about that? What is it about turning a like even number or going into a new decade that is so significant for us that we put so much weight on it. And it makes us look back at our lives and start to compare everything that we've accomplished by X age um, compared to our friends or our family or people we see on social media, like total strangers, right? And it makes you really second guess yourself, your journey, your path. Am I doing this right? And then you also get this sense of dread over like, I'm getting older and that's scary. And something I keep coming back to is the fact that if we are feeling a certain way about getting older, we have some sort of fear or apprehension. Doesn't that mean that we're so incredibly lucky to, to love a life so desperately that we want to be here as long as possible, right? Like there, that's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is why do I have so much fear and anxiety around getting older? What isn't aligning in my life? What do I actually just need to change? And it's so much easier said than done, obviously. But what are some small things that I can do to make it feel like my life is a bit more aligned? And I think for me, just turning 30, the things that were attached to that didn't have anything to do with not feeling aligned. Um, obviously, I am a super type A perfectionist. Well, I'm trying to be a recovering perfectionist, but I, I slip every now and then, y'all. Uh, I think it's just, I wanted to have these major milestones by 30 in terms of my business and, you know, finances and things like that. But it's so arbitrary, right? Whether or not we say we want to hit this by 30 or 37 and a half, like who cares? Who cares? And it's also subjective because I got a message from somebody who said that she felt envious of me turning 30, but already having two kids and a business. And it's so funny because you could also flip it around and say, I'm so envious of you because you lived your entire twenties without kids and traveled and got to just spend time with your husband and experience all those things before you had to, you know, kind of get to the grind of having kids and building a business with all of this chaos around you. So you can look at it either way and whatever you decide to believe is your reality. And so I am choosing to believe stepping forward into my 30th birthday that my 30s are going to be the best yet. And I get to bring all of this wisdom, all of these lessons and all of these blessings that I have you know, come across in my 20s. And I get to bring that into the next decade with me. And I think that's such a gift. And how freaking amazing is it that I get to have this opportunity to turn 30, right? We live in a world where not everyone actually gets to live to see 30, which is absolutely devastating and heartbreaking. But I am going to be choosing the perspective of, gra of gratitude. And of course, there's this piece of um, 
realizing you're getting older and then your kids are getting older too and your parents are getting older. And so uh, it just gets freaky. It just gets freaky. But I truly believe that age is a mindset and you're only you're only as old as you are active, right? As soon as you stop moving and as soon as you stop adopting this mindset of once I hit this age, it all goes downhill from here. That's when you really get old. I'm so sick of, of hearing these social media posts of, oh, as soon as I turn 30, I wake up and it's just like, you know, all those jokes, right? You wake up and it's snap, crackle and pop. You, you used to be able to jump off of tabletops and you were fine, but you turned 30 and now you, you slept wrong and you can't walk, right? That's the joke. It all goes downhill from here. But I think what the reality is, is that you stop taking care of yourself as much. You stop being as active. And of course, that's why you feel shitty. You know, there are so many people that I see um, as positive inspirations of aging that have really impacted me, such as train with Joan, right? She started training when she was 70 or older. Um, She was at a place where I think she, you have to follow her at train with Joan. She is, I think, 76 or 77 now, but she started to weightlift at age 70 because she was facing all kinds of uh, health problems and her daughter helped her start lifting. And now she is a fitness icon <laughs> at the age of 70 something. How incredible is that? And because I've liked things by her account, the algorithm on Instagram is showing me all these other different accounts of people who are starting at 80, started training for a marathon at 80, anything is possible. So I really think that you're only as old as A, your mindset and B, um, when you stop moving is when you start to age. So let that be your uh, gentle, but friendly reminder just to keep moving no matter what that looks like. And this brings me to something else that's been on my mind as well. So when we're talking about cyclical fitness, there's this conversation of, well, should we tell women that their cycle is inhibiting them from being able to do all this badass stuff. Like if the narrative is we can only walk during our luteal phase, then isn't that going to be setting women back several decades of of progress? And I get that. I understand that. And so here's how that evolved. One, we started to understand cyclical fitness was really freaking important. And then we started to tell women, this is what's best during this phase. And so walking just became this thing, um, kind of a stereotype really of the luteal phase of you can only walk during your luteal phase because your resiliency to stress decreases. And we really just don't want to be handling much more than walking during this time. And then the pushback was, excuse me, that's not true. And here's just what I want to add to this. Okay. So number one, it's not true that you have to do anything, anytime cycle, no cycle, Fitness, not fitness. No one can tell you what you have to do. Only you know what you should be doing. And that takes time. That takes practice. But um, I think how that got misconstrued was, number one, it was just really easy to choose and recommend walking as a general representation of a great exercise to do based on how your metabolism and all these different physiological changes come together. And so when you see these posts on Instagram that tell you what exercise to do in what phase then really those just stand for, okay, what kind of, what style of exercise generally encompasses all of these different physiological points that we're talking about? Because it's, you know, easier to say, okay, try cardio hit 
boxing spin class than it is to say, choose things with moderate intensity or to high intensity interval training where you're working in short bursts to utilize this metabolic pathway, right? I think it's easier for people to understand who don't come from an exercise background to be like, okay, cool, got it. I'll do hit here and I'll do strength training here and I'll walk here. But that's not saying that you're limited to or can only do that thing. All right. And so if you choose walking during your luteal phase or you choose walking during any time of your cycle, walking is one of the best things for human beings. And don't forget that the reason that we even have to push physical activity so much is because that human beings used to walk all the time just for their daily activities. And so now we have to do these formal exercise sessions to replace activity that we used to just have built into our day. So walking is never a bad idea, but it's never the only thing that you can do. All right. All has to do with the big picture, your fitness level. All right. So I don't want you to ever feel bad that you chose to go for a walk for your exercise that day. This is all going to add up in the end as you're aging. So bringing it back to the original conversation here of as long as you're staying moving, then you are in a good place. This reminds me of working in the ER and seeing the difference between people who were in the ER with chronic disease and severely, severely overweight, um, really just immobile, right? In their 60s. And those people were always so bitter and so angry and were really rude to the ER staff. But then you had people who were in their 90s. And if you offered them help walking to the bathroom, they would look at you like, why would you, why would I need help walking to the bathroom? It's just walking to the bathroom. And these people are in their 90s. And those were the ones who were so upbeat, so positive, and so kind, and had so much gratitude. And they just happened to be in the ER because they you know, dropped something on their foot and needed an x-ray, you know, something like that. They were not on any medications. It's just so, it was so obvious to me the difference there in A, what what these people were doing in their everyday lives, okay? And this isn't to, is, is not a shaming conversation. It's just reality because I think for most people who have not worked in healthcare, this idea of consequences and uh, risk, it's so abstract. It's so far removed because you don't have that close interaction with the reality of what things can be when you do neglect your health and you, you don't look at the big picture of things. And what that can be is really scary and not a place any of us want to be or any of us want our loved ones to be. And I was talking about this on Instagram the other day, but it's the people who were 90 and super active and robust and, and lively aren't the ones that were obsessing over their health. They were the ones that were able to do the best that they could at the basics. They just walked. They strength trained here and there. They put good quality food into their bodies over and over and over again. They were happy and positive and showed love and gratitude. And you could tell that these people also had a, a good circle around them and felt supported that that was the most obvious thing. All right. So I just want you to be able to take a deep breath and know that just doing the basics and doing the best that you can at the basics over and over and over again are the things that are going to matter in the long run. And in the long run, what do we all want? We want to just feel good for as long as possible and enjoy time with our loved ones. That's it. 
that's what we're all after. So hopefully that you can just take a little bit of peace with whether or not, you know, you did the whole, the whole shebang when it came to fitness this month, or if you were just walking, it's all okay. It's all freaking okay. All right. And this also comes from a place of, um, my last menstrual phase talking to me very loudly with this message. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this, you guys, but in your menstrual phase, just naturally in that phase, your intuition is heightened and your, your inner guides are, are much louder or they're much more clear. And so if you slow down enough to listen to your inner guides, whether that's your gut, your soul, your heart, whatever you want to call it, you get very clear messages from yourself of what you need to prioritize. And that's, such a good time to journal, to reflect, to just take any kind of quiet that you can get to really listen to those messages and then sort of synthesize, prioritize, and then set intentions for the next cycle. And so this past menstrual cycle uh, or menstrual phase, I mean, it was, it was an experience like I haven't had in a long, long time. You know, this new app threads just came out. And so if you are a business owner and social media is pretty much your storefront, right? Um, there's this pressure, right? To get on top of everything, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, now threads. And so I I hopped on threads right away. It's actually pretty fun. Threads, if you don't know what it is, is Instagram's version of Twitter. It's so hilarious, all the drama going on behind that. If you just Google this drama, it's so good because it turns out that a bunch of people left Twitter and then Instagram hired those people to build threads. So now there's this potential lawsuit. So who knows what's going to even happen to threads? But I, w- I was on it a lot at first. And then as soon as my menstrual phase hit, my inner guides were like, nope, don't even open it. Don't even bother. You don't have the bandwidth. No one is going to collapse and wither away if they don't see your your thoughts on threads. Okay. So threads, bye-bye. I forgot about it for like five straight days which if you were an entrepreneur and you you get it, like it's, it's so anxiety producing to feel like you're behind on social media. Oh, I haven't posted today. Oh my God, I'm going to be irrelevant by tomorrow. <laughs> so I, I even stopped posting on Instagram for the first time. I, my stories expired. Like there was nothing to see on my Instagram stories. Just yeah. Uncharted waters here. You know, I know this is probably like I roll, but you know what? It's significant for me. Okay. Um, but I also just like, didn't even go on my phone. I was really plugged in to my kids and I've been noticing just before my eyes, how much they are getting older and growing up. And even the other day, um, I said something along the lines of, Ooh, you guys are getting heavy to carry. And Murphy said to me, he's four. He says, but you don't carry me anymore. Oh my God. Oh no. Yeah. My, unfortunately, my ovaries are also trying to convince me that a third child is the answer amongst all of this chaos, which it is not. It is not going to happen. Gates are closed, but, um, that's also been so hard to realize that the kids are coming out of the baby phase and they're like full blown children now. It's hard. It is so freaking hard. So I spend a lot of time just thinking about the, early, early days of them being babies, snuggled up on your chest, smelling their little heads. Oh, there's just nothing better. It makes me so excited for all of my friends right now who either are pregnant or about to start a family or have newborns. It's, it's the best. And it just makes you really realize that you are currently living the good old days, right? In 10, 20 years from now, when you look back at your life right now, 
this, these are the good old days. This is what you're going to look back on fondly with a tear in your eye. And so I just, for a, a good five to seven days was just so dialed into being in the present moment and it felt so good. And so now I'm able to approach this new cycle with some more intention around boundaries. And I'm feeling really positive about that, despite everything in my life being like kind of like cuckoo, cuckoo. So <laughs> um, next menstrual phase, your homework is to just find some quiet so that you can listen to your inner guides too and tell you maybe maybe some priorities need to be reorganized, shifted a bit. It's all good. That's why we have these inner guides to help guide us towards um, our, our highest selves. So that's what I wanted to share with you today turning 30, kids getting older, house on the market, lots of things moving and grooving. KBM app is live in app stores. Things are happening. Things are moving forward, whether we like it or not. But I hope you all have a fabulous day wherever you are, whatever you're doing. And I will talk to you next week. Toodles. For more from me, check out my website at www.courtneykeepingbalance.com or join the fun on Instagram at courtneykeepingbalance. And from there, you can sign up for my free newsletter or browse any of my free resources or courses. See you next time. Thanks for listening.